We are happy to announce that this episode of the SW Show is partially brought to you by Humble Bundle. Well, not, not really. We are part of the Humble Bundle referral program, and we just wanted to say that if you like really cheap games and maybe helping charity pending the Humble thing going on, all you have to do is go to humblebundle.com forward slash question mark partner equals SWW. That's right. Humblebundle.com forward slash question mark partner equals SWW. And you just do your normal stuff and it just kind of helps us get a couple bucks here and there. Maybe it helps AJ go about his lights. Maybe it's my camera. Maybe we actually pay Corey for helping us out. But again, if you're going to go buy games anyway, it might be worth checking out. Started then. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to one of these interview episodes of the SWW Show. I'm Mike, and today I have with me a special guest from not, not uber far away, just, just kind of straight south. Uh, a lot south, but straight south. Uh, to get us started, do you mind introducing yourself and the game we're here to talk about? Yeah, so uh, I'm Lucas, and I'm from Brazil, and uh, I'm developing Grandgate. We started this project with... Uh, mixed with RPG mechanics, and uh, I'm glad to be here. Perfect, yeah. So yeah, we're here to talk about Grand Gate. As you said, it's a tower defense mixed with RPG mechanics. Uh, to get us kind of started, do you mind kind of talking about kind of either your background or kind of kind of what what made you kind of want to start working on this game? Mm -hmm. So like, uh, I was an intern at a factory because I was uh, studying mechanical engineering. And uh, COVID hit, and I started having more free time, you'd say, <laughs> during my internship. So uh, I was always a big fan of uh, game development, I guess, but I had never tried it before. And uh, on my and during my uh, bachelor's degree, where I was studying, uh, we had classes on 3D modeling, and I figured I'd start uh, learning that. And uh, and I also figured like I need some place to use my models, <laughs> so we some friends so that I knew were also interested, so you could start making the game. And then we did a few prototypes just for learning. Then idea to start making a tower defense, which seemed simpler to develop as a first game. And let me tell you. At all, <laughs> just spoiling. I was gonna say you, you, you. It's the age-old thing of everyone's like, I'll make a simple thing, and it's somehow yeah, it was, never but... is simple. I don't, I don't care even if you have the right intentions, even if you have the technical expertise. Anything that we all start with, it'll be done in a month. Just mark it as two years. Yeah. Move on with life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it wasn't simple. Uh, we did, but we went like back and forth many times with the design and what we wanted. And we settle like, let's just build a complete game, like a full package. And uh, let's like focus on the, the combat and focus on the level design. And let's just make like a great game uh, as our first title and uh, polish it to hell. Like it's very different perhaps from what you hear from like your first project. Like people recommend it just 
start it and just skip it. Like make her go to the next one. We we just wanted to go and polish uh, to the maximum we can. Like make a very good title. No, that makes that makes sense. Um, I'm kind of curious, yeah, because that is kind of the antithesis of the advice, right? The advice that that <laughs> I was given, even the advice I'd probably give to people, right, is the make a bunch of small things, but at least make a thing where you are kind of mm -hmm. focusing on this bigger project. I'm kind of curious as we'll kind of get into the technicals of the project. What always mm -hmm. stands out to me is, especially making projects, is like you learn a bunch of lessons. How has mm -hmm. that kind of changed? Like, has that changed kind of the development throughout of it? Has, have you kind of mm -hmm. even learned lessons and now you're like, well, now I know more for next time versus changes. Like, I'm kind of curious kind yeah. of that learning process. So for learning process, like like I said, like we were the we are we have been developing this for uh, almost three years now. But like the first year was really just not wait on that first year uh, they aren't even in the game anymore because we just made it or just replaced it all together. Included because we knew absolutely nothing on the first year. We just started with zero knowledge. So, like basic learning, uh, we started with Unreal. So a lot of techniques which which we just uh, try to learn, and uh, we failed, and then we went again and just did it better. So they they were replaced. So that's one type of lessons learned, which is just like uh, we improve our skills. And the others, which are our next project, like better techniques, uh, more good content, which we just can't go back and fix everything in the game. That's like one point. has to be a point of almost internal contention or like frustration just because yeah I, I like we had that problem too of projects I've worked on where we wanted to like we learned a bunch of stuff and you're like I kind of want to go back and just kind of read like read mm -hmm. back a bunch of it or kind of change the system mm -hmm. and you're like I really can't though because like this one system is like barely holding together communicate yeah. the other one and if I touch anything I know this entire thing will break yeah there's the that story on Team Fortress 2 that there's a like little PNG which is holding everything together. If you believe all games are stop, I'll make uh, it's an old story for from the Valve guys, which I saw, which is uh, sometimes is some of the more ancient stuff at the beginning, uh, for code. Uh, one of the lessons is obviously learning how to code better and to not make a lot of dependencies which makes a lot of cleaner stuff. And then, yeah, as you said, kind of frustrating that you can go back and fix everything. But um, but I think we're doing okay for first title, I'd say. Like, I, I, I have a lot of fun playing. We recently opened up our second playtest, and uh, the people which I spoke to uh, enjoyed it very much, which I'm very happy
No, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Uh, let's let's I would say let's jump into mechanically. I think we've kind of talked around the mm -hmm. game. Let's jump into kind of as we talk about in the front end. It's a tower defense with an RPG mixture. What what kind of as a player, do you mind kind of talking through, like, we get dropped into a level, kind of, can we talk, let's, mm -hmm. let's talk through the combat flow, kind of, where does the RPG flights kind of mm -hmm. come in, what 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 kind of makes it stand that's not just, and not as a pejorative, but, like, it's not just a tower defense, kind of, what, can we talk mm -hmm. about those differences a bit? Yeah. Uh, started very, on a very basic setup, like, as a tower defense, uh, we all played uh, through the Warcraft 3 target defense maps and all that stuff. But we wanted to take, to give a more modern approach. And then we also look at the target defenses like Arc Knights. And, uh, very recently, like the Warcraft Rumble also gave us some inspirations actually. Uh, so, and then we have all this, the basic setup of target defense. Just like build your towers. Don't let monsters uh, get to the objective. Uh, you have your basic resource on your towers. Okay. Then the RPG aspects come in. Uh, upgrading your towers, like in the middle of the of the map, you can upgrade your towers to, to a very uh, to a much more powerful uh, tower. And there's another between towers that we have legends which are basically like your super towers like they're heroes and they have uh passive skills ability so that's where the rpg starts showing and you have also uh the others which call we call bones they are more specialized uh so that's one part of the RPG. The other part, which we, you normally don't see in tower defenses, we can uh, we split towers between melee and ranged. So the melee can you can summon melee towers, and they can block uh, enemies that are passing through the through the lane. So you basically have uh, your tank uh, units forcing enemies to stop and attack. And then you have to the ranger to support them uh, from from the back line, and they and all the towers can also be hit. Like it's more of a let's say a traditional RPG combat. You, you just summon towers and they are fighting there. Like you have healers, you have DPS, and you have uh, status effects like burning, uh, stuns, slows. We brought like we brought that whole combat approach to a tower defense. That's what I want to say. No, that makes sense. Um, so I want to jump in. So you said there's the RPG stuff and stood up to me was like kind of this like upgrading kind of, which is obviously the big part of mm -hmm. and kind of how it affects the towers. How mm -hmm. kind of, well, I guess let me phrase it. What is the level a player can expect this to be like? What I would consider like a super in-depth RPG and like they mm -hmm. have to manage the resources versus like an RPG where like Still watch upgrades, but like there's some mm -hmm. forward room kind of what paths you go down. So we have upgrades. It's not like super in depth, like the upgrading part. We just like it's. We didn't think of side grades. It's called upgrades for a reason because like it's straight up power up, powers up your your tower, which is whatever they were doing when they were the like the 
first version, they're much better at the second one. And that, like we kept it, kept it simple because we gave complexity uh, on other parts uh, of the game. Uh, we have something in the works which we're going to be able to equip items like uh, TFT, if you ever played it. You basically have items dropping on the ground and then you can equip your tower. So that's, that's where most of the complexity of the game will lie. It is to find the, the good combination of items which you have. We also have more ways of getting items in combat, but I won't get in depth. But uh, co the complexity will lie in finding those combinations and uh, knowing what your enemies will do and the pathing and all that tower defense stuff. Uh, resource management, it is mostly static, as in you have your defined uh, resource generation and uh, you get some extra from killing enemies, but it's really there to just, uh, let's say, control the flow of the match. So you don't drop like a, a whole army in two minutes of the match. <laughs> so it's going to spread out the towers and, and the, all the items you're going to get throughout. And we hopefully will make a very cool and dynamic. Oh, that 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 answers your question. <laughs> yeah, no, that answers my question. Um, I would like to jump in. You said I know you said something about like items and kind of like mm -hmm. stuff you can equip. I'm kind of curious mm -hmm. if you don't mind either talking about like either one or two types of things you can equip, or if there's any ones that stand out to kind of all kind of explain that mechanic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're still making. Info items like they increase a lot of your damage, or and there are items which you could think like a legendary from Diablo or exotic, like radically over uh, what your tower does. Like, there's an I have this example on top of my head, which we have an item called the plague, which whenever you apply uh, bleeding to an enemy this bleed will jump to nearby enemies. So it's, you're going to start doing a lot of area damage. So it gets very in-depth. So that's what I, why I said that the others intentionally kept more controlled. So you, we, you could have the, uh, the time to process all that stuff in a tower defense. Oh, that's interesting. I, I guess I didn't ask too, how long kind of do... do uh like levels generally kind of last for like in a mission or for a player mm -hmm. battle. We're aiming uh, for them to last between 10 to 15 minutes. It's more like that. And we took a, let's call it, I don't know, like a Nintendo approach to level design, which we have our, we have our regions. There's a forest and there's the mines and there's the, the beach and each region has a unique mechanic on top uh and the mines we have like explosive barrels and uh a bomb which works like bomberman and explodes in cross shapes it's very cool <laughs> hopefully you see it uh, but it's between 10 and 15 minutes no that, that's it's 10 15 minutes is there any concern on that length because that to me 
like reads fine, but also in the moment can feel decently long in that mission. I'm assuming that like players mm -hmm. have, have had decent feedback on it to that length. And we, there's even no items at all. Like, and we have like a longer test, and it's which was around 12 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it's actually been one of the favorite levels. And there's like no items at the moment and all that stuff. And, and because I like push the waves a lot and there's a lot of pressure coming from the enemies. So I think the secret lies in not making it like just a waiting uh, time. You've got to put pressure uh, on all the lanes nonstop. So, uh, but there, there's absolutely a concern uh, on length because it can get kind of boring or maybe too overwhelming if a level lasts like 20 minutes God, maybe it's 20 it's... minutes in like the entire time you're like struggling yeah i can, I can see what that's like yeah the ebb and flow you almost kind of need in each level of, like, mm -hmm. oh i'm great oh no this is horrible oh i'm great and that's the thing you have to yeah exactly <laughs> and like it's hard to make a 20 minutes level as well like very hard <laughs> No, that that is that is rough. Yeah, twenty minutes to to players on the outside doesn't seem that long. To us creating mm -hmm. content, you're like, once you realize how long twenty minutes actually is, you're like, how how is the how does anyone create anything? Yeah, it's like an enormous. I can tell it's an enormous. Uh, enemies spawns and tiny and etc. It's like very hard to make those levels. But I want to make like I want to make. Uh, more uh, a few longer levels as well because I want to try it out. So we're still learning a lot, uh, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I was gonna say, which naturally learning a lot kind of makes a bunch of sense. Kind of there. Um, your levels, though, I gotta say, for for being that long, don't feel that that big, uh, like physically. How did you mm -hmm. kind of think of that kind of? problem of like hey like we're gonna have these longer ish levels but like mm -hmm. physical space is only so much kind of like like gonna keep uh -huh, kind uh -huh. of where that that thought process was and kind of if there's any room in the future to play with this level scaling mm -hmm. like there's we haven't done so uh so far but uh can be sure the final game we we're gonna have a few experiments Kill on the enemies. It's a bit longer than usual. We don't have a. We generally don't have a lot of enemies on screen, but they take longer to kill because it's it's how best the combat works. When um, like uh, let's say like the stronger enemies, they are balanced. That that many towers are attacking it to kill. Like the weaker enemies can be. Uh, solved from using a pawns, which is like the uh, the weaker towers. But then the the stronger ones really start requiring all that synergy, which in like armor reduction debuffs, uh, burning status effects, using your skills, uh, and all that stuff. Like it's really balanced, so that uh, the game is a bit. Uh, like you, you, you have enough time to process, and that's when I say like it's not super fast as well, and that's uh, another concern for me, for me as well that I don't don't want to overwhelm the player uh, with stuff going on on screen. 
but it's uh, it's very tough to balance that. <laughs> but that, that that is not an easy balance in the slightest. <laughs> no, like I, cause yeah, cause even like like you have kind of have the double edge of like there's a resource limitation, obviously, in both kind of making stuff and writing <laughs> stuff at one time, and then there's also the like just making sure it's still fun, even when you're kind of dealing with all these experiments mm -hmm. and testing. God. Um, as we're talking, the game is Grand Gate. Uh, currently on your Steam page, it says it's out in 24. Is that still kind of the plan? Yep, uh, yep. Absolutely the plan. So, so the, the game will be coming out in at some point next year. What kind mm -hmm. of can, can people expect kind of is it are you launching into early access are you launching into a full release kind of what what, oh. what, do you, what is the what is the plan that the consumer mm -hmm. expect you want to talk about like a, a complete uh product we're most likely going to have uh the full campaign and uh a hard so like a new game plus actually and there is uh Right, the right number there, and uh, and we have six regions in total to play, which I said have all unique mechanics and unique visuals, obviously. And uh, but the plan is to release it like a, a let's call it an OG product, which you get everything what you pay for, <laughs> and there's no extra uh, catches there. And uh, hopefully, we, if we have enough support, we'll do more maps, more towers. And uh, in the future, we're also aiming for a console uh, release. Okay, so the plan is kind of next year, we start on, on PC, kind of see the feedback and the response, and then kind of work towards consoles the next steps. Perfect. Um, mm -hmm. Exactly. Have, and I understand currencies are really fun. Do you have a rough estimate of what you're thinking for that price point, or is that still kind of being determined? Uh, we're still determining it. Okay. But you can expect it in the the range. The usual. I I know you, for you guys, there's a lot of weird uh, stuff with importing. But yeah, that makes that totally makes sense. Um, yeah, I want to say thank you again for talking to me today about the game is Grand Gate. It comes out next year. Please go on to Steam and wishlist it. There's also uh some playtests going on and off once in a while too. So keep an eye out for that stuff. Uh, before we go, is there I will leave the floor to you if there's anything that you feel we have not touched on in the experience or any other spot you wish to be sending people to go check things out. Mm -hmm. Check uh, Grandgate out. As I said, we're very welcome to feedback as it started all as a learning project for us. It became serious a bit later. Uh, please come and try and comment like we're all years and we just want to make like the best possible game and uh and we try to innovate in the tower defense like really we just want to make the the very best possible game uh thank you perfect again i want to say thank you for for the great time today and everyone go wishlist go keep an eye out grand gate will be coming out on a pc near you soonish so again, thank you for your time today and best of luck as you're kind of working to do in development and kind of getting towards that final stretch. Thank you.
The SW Show and all of its affiliate podcasts are podcast by me, Mike Maroney, and AJ Losey, by sometimes by our contributors, including Corey King. You can follow the SWW Show on social media at the SWW Show, or sooner or later, you go to patreon.com slash SWW to help us out. Thank you. We hope you enjoy the rest of your day.